Hello, hello, and welcome to Your Life Against the Grain, the show where we interview those who take risks and accomplish only what some dream. Scott and Abby here. Here we go. business in church. I was taught um, things like money was bad. uh, And those are messages I got from my church upbringing. And then, you know, from my parents, and I don't, I don't blame them. But I do know, based on what I do now that I spend a lot of time working on money mindsets and talking through these things and, and finding the correct perspective in place for money in our lives. And so, I mean, let's honestly, money, money changes a lot of things. And so um, to understand it correctly and be good stewards is super important to me. So, yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, and, and um, one of our, you know, mutual, uh, you know, mentors, you know, Nick Gunsworth, who founded Life on Fire, one of the things he says all the time, I'm sure you've heard him say this, but he, you know, he talks about how, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, I, I really learned that, you know, years ago with, um, you know, really integrating my, my health, you know, with, with my faith, it was something that I would always separate, you know, these, these two ideas. And, um, you know, I was a part of, part of a, a church called, you know, Calvary Chapel. And we used to always joke and we would call it Calorie Chapel, you know, because every time we got together, we would just be eating all these donuts. And and it's like, you know, here it is, like we're like indulging in gluttony, you know, in the church. It's like, but, you know, you wouldn't see, you know, you wouldn't walk into church, you know, with a bunch of people, with, you know, Playboy magazines and bottles of whiskey out and celebrating that, you know, it's like, you know, and, 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 and it was just like sort of, sort of comical, but it was like, you know, integrating these, these two things. And, and I started realizing like, gosh, there's so many indicators in this area of my life that are actually reflective, you know, of, of my, of my faith. And I think the same, you know, can be said, you know, about, um, you know, some of those, some of those, you know, attitudes, um, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, wealth and, and growing a business is that, you know, I know a lot of times when I've been really, you know, held, held back, in business and not, you know, going for it, it's actually an indicative that, you know, my faith is, is limited, you know, o- overall in, in all areas of life that I'm okay with the status quo that, you know, I'm, I'm okay with being lukewarm. And, yeah. um, you know, and I know we both talked about, it. it's like, you know, the Bible is really clear, you know, that it's the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And, mm. you know, it certainly can, it can go both, both, you know, both directions. It's, it's something that's morally neutral. You know, it's not, it's not glorified. It's not God. It's not, you know, our savior, but it's not, you know, the devil <laughs> at the same time. It's just a, it's just a tool, you know, like social media or, or anything else. And, um, but it's, you know, that's something that can be, you know, difficult. Um, sometimes, you know, grow, growing up in the church, um, you know, ex- you know, working through some of those things for sure. You know, um, yeah. I know it's, I know it's been, been tough for me, you know, um, yeah. And could you speak a little bit about, you know, cause you're, you're a family man, you know, as well. And, you know, you married and you got kids and um, what's it been like, you know, for you as, as far as I know you've, you've shared, you know, finding, finding more balance. And um, uh, that's, that's a word you don't hear come up a lot, you know, in entrepreneurship circles. Another reason why we really connected because um, 
you know, it's it's possible to be killing it in business and the home front, you know, at the same time. Um, it's not always easy. <laughs> um, but could you speak a little bit, you know, to that? Tell us about your family and, um, you know, finding some of those areas of, of balance and how our listeners could do the same. Sure. You know, Justin, that is a balance. That word that you use is, is so, it's so key to me because I was out of balance for so many years and my desire for our first business or the, the first business that was actually doing all right was so great for it to succeed that um, I, I, I neglected much of my marriage, my my role as a, as a father. And I started to see the cycle repeating itself to a certain degree. And, um, you know, I, I remember specifically sitting um, in my house, which my father-in-law helped me build. And it was an absolutely gorgeous, beautiful home sitting at our, at our table and just overlooking the city and, all this that I had pursued, all this material things that I thought were, were, you know, the end all be all I'm finally accepted, loved, celebrated. And, and I realized this was completely empty what I had pursued. And, and so part of my backstory is, is that uh, my parents often fought over money and uh, there was quite a bit of divorce in my family. So I made this association as a young person that if I could earn money, then my marriage would be good. Wow. Um, that's a powerful statement and observation. So as a young person, that's a fairly logical conclusion based on what I was watching. But as, a, yeah. as, I, as I matured, as I continue to mature, um, I realized because of my own experience that I I had in many ways succeeded. I had the house, I had the business, I had the cars, but I didn't have the things that what at that time I didn't know they mattered most, but because I was losing them slowly, I quickly realized um, that I was out of balance. And so, and I don't know if I would have put that word on it then, but I was disconnected from my wife. I was running my business. She was raising our three daughters and it just seemed like that's what I was supposed to do. I, you know, my job is to earn money. I'm the, I'm the man. I have, this is what I have to do. But it, if I were to be truthful, it was very selfish. I wanted me to be the one on the pedal. So me, the hotel guy, me, the successful guy. And, you know, I was running over my own family in that. So I was completely out of balance and so as we fast forward, you know, our balance to me is, you know, I'm, I'm you know, this, there is a victory in this story because I now have been blessed to, you know, I didn't end up in divorce, which would have been, you know, another family cycle. Um, but I now, you know, just full circle is, is my relationship with my wife is amazing. Um and, you know, that doesn't mean we don't fight and we're just like any other couple, but uh, we've, we've figured out uh, some of the things that we needed to figure out earlier on. And we, we understand each other's strengths and we under, understand each other's weaknesses. And so um, that has to be able to 
allow my wife to be in her sweet spot and to celebrate her is, is very rewarding, much more rewarding than that house or the car or whatever. And just, I can say the exact same for my children. So I'm super blessed and thankful that God allowed me to heal those relationships. And so my, you know, as I move forward in my life, I, I look for balance. And I don't know if that completely explains it, it to everyone, but it's did not let my business take over or not let my, you know, there's, you know, health, whatever it could be, money, all these things can take over. And um, I just find that when I look at some of my mentors, they were mentors for certain things, but for other things that were not at all because right. they, you know, they pursued this, but that was lacking so bad. And, and I don't expect anybody to be perfect, but I don't want to be the guy that his business is successful, but his children are a mess and hate him and don't want anything to do with him. Yeah. I don't want that. So yeah. Yeah. That's wow. That's there's so many little nuggets in there and I've, my mind is literally exploding with, multiple questions <laughs> that I want to ask you, you know, just from what you just said, it was so, so epic. Um, like I, I feel like I even want to tell people who are listening, like just rewind, you know, and just listen to the past, you know, two minutes again <laughs> and listen to what Scott just said. Cause there were so many like golden nuggets. And, um, you know, it was like, again, I just see the, the magic of Scott Crook here. It's like, here's a guy who is in, a perceived, you know, moment of feeling like a failure, you, you fully embrace and observe what's going on. And then you go into problem solving mode and you're like, how, okay, how can we fix this? How can we make this better? You know? And it's like, there's just something, you know, there that I think is so important just for all of life, you know, but especially as entrepreneurs um, that I just think is so magical it's the magic of scott crook man it's just so good <laughs> um and uh i loved how you said you know part of that one of those solutions like you're just listing them off but one of them was uh, i think you said letting your you know fully embracing who your wife is and letting her be who she is could you talk could you press into that a little bit more of what that Absolutely. looked like and how that you know um uh, you know brought brought uh, a solution to, to this issue. Yeah, that, um, that was a, that was a very special moment when I figured that out. Cause I'm, I'm pretty hard headed. I'm, I would say the joke is, you know, I'm, I'm, I may take a while to get there, but I'm worth waiting for kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so with, with my wife, when I, I saw this diagram one day of the difference between being uh, creative and competing, and uh, competing was, was the visual I saw was someone on a ladder and there's someone below them on the ladder and they're, they're climbing and trying to keep that other person off. Mm. The other side of it was the creative, which was um, it just celebrating that person, it's celebrating them so that they become more and a better version of themselves and God, obviously. Mm. And so you know, uh, I used to take when my wife would give me suggestions personally and that, so that's where the competition began. You know, she, she's very, uh, was raised, uh, 
there it, she went to a Christian school. I mean, she can, you know, if she has a verse, she can name it. And, and I, that's, it was intimidating to me. And there were things I'm supposed to be the leader the spiritual leader of the home. And I do believe that to be true, but she had so many of the qualities that I wanted, but I did not yet have. Mm. And so you can see how the competition would begin there. Um, and so as I got to love and care for myself more then I can also do that to her. And what that really meant was just like watching her, like she's literally, I mean, I see the, you know, watering and fertilizing of a flower and she just is blossoming at this time in her life. And I don't want to take the credit for it, but I know I had some small part of it. Oh, for sure. That is so rewarding because it's, it's not about Scott. It's, it's about her and the ministry she has and the way, you know, I mean, I'm just so proud of my wife because she is again, a blossoming flower where she's been planted and, you know, she's not from this country. My wife is from Honduras. And so, you know, she's, you know, her skin is a little bit darker. I mean, she's not, she doesn't fit in. And yet, she's touching the lives of so many different women in what she does. And so I, I, it's like, I released her and I, that sounds egotistical. I'm not, I hope that doesn't sound that way, but when I stopped competing with her, uh, the, the, the little arguments and the getting back or keeping a ledger, uh, a lot of those things just disappeared. And I, I'll be honest, she was probably already there. I was the one that needed to grow up and continue to work on that. But yeah, wow, wow, that's so that's so powerful. And you know, I was just you know thinking about as you were talking about it, it reminded me of uh, quote a great great theologian of the past, Martin Luther, said that you know if 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 we could you know just learn how to obey the first commandment then the other nine just fall, fall into place. You know, if, if we allow God to be God and we don't, you know, have, have worship idols. And it's like, that's been a, you know, a topic. Um, a lot of, you know, people in the church have been talking about in the last, you know, 15, 20 years. And when we think of an idol, we think of, you know, a little statue, but you know, it can really be anything. It can be our own ego. Um, also, you know, all sorts of things. And, like what I really love about just hearing your story just now is like you go from, you really had an identity shift, you know, and it, and it stemmed from, it stemmed from that self care. And then also, you know, I think ultimately receiving your identity from the Lord, you know, that you don't have to be the winner that, you know, winning is not the idol, you know, God is God. And it's like, you don't have to compete anymore. You can put that down. And it's like when you when you do that, now it's like your your wife comes comes alive. Like there's just so much there. I feel like it's just so so profound. It's like, um, it's so funny, you know. In life, is like it's so upside down. You know, the kingdom. It's like you know we try so hard to to win, you know, but we're losing, you know, at the same time. But it's like once you did what was counterintuitive, it's like your your wife is just like thriving and. Um, I just, lo- I love how just observant you, you are, Scott, just like noticing those little things. I'm just really, I'm inspired you know, personally, um, you know, just, just hearing that there's so, so much with marriage and with, you know, even with teams and, um, 
talking about, you know, even your competition in, in business, like there's something to be said about, you know, calling them and building relationships with them and working together and not, you know, always being in that, that place of, of, of competition. That's, um, that's really, yeah. that's really, really good. Um, now in, in just in even rewinding a little bit to, um, I don't mean to spend so, so much time on this story about balance, but I just thought it was so powerful what you said. If there was somebody, you know, listening, um, to this right now and they found themselves out of balance, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's marriage, spirituality, health, you know, who, who knows, but is there any advice, overarching advice that you could give to somebody who felt like their life was, you know, out of balance and they wanted to get it back to uh, a place of balance? Absolutely. I think it's, it's almost counterintuitive to think that, um, well, it was for me, I'll just speak for myself, that if Scott gets better, if Scott works on himself, if Scott, um, you know, figures out what, um, why this ticks him off or sets him off or has a trigger, um, I think, again, it's counterintuitive thinking that working on yourself will actually improve um, you know, your marriage, your yeah. business, your, what your food choices are, your health. Um, I, I just, it's a self care. It's a, it's literally saying, um, I'm good enough. I'm worth it. And I didn't believe all those things. And so mm-hmm. my pursuit in my first business in that, in the hotel business, that's, you know, the one that worked, um, I was trying to prove something. And so I was internally, damaged and I still am, but I'm on that healing process of of what's inside of Scott and, uh, you know, being proud of myself. Uh, And so those behaviors or those belief systems all manifested in behaviors. And the behavior then was, I'm going to make this business work no matter what. And so um, to answer your question, I just think you know, there's so many answers to that question. And this is, I've been working on myself. And what I find is so cool about that is that the ripple effect of working on myself, you know, I mean, I'm not, it's not a brag, but I'm, I'm my, my wife's greatest teacher, um, greatest coach. And I do not say that from a place of um, authority or whatever. Yeah. You might. Yeah. I'm saying that is like, she, she literally, after I come out of my quiet time, she'll goes, what did you learn today? And I'll just, you know, to learn something, you know, if you teach it, you learn it again. So, um, and then I get to watch her oftentimes take something that I learned and do like apply it better than I did because she's so quick to apply. And so I would just say, work on yourself got to work on yourself that will change everything from how you show up as a husband as a father and i have three girls so you know and i only had a brother so i just have my learning curve on talking to girls and understanding and not always giving answers as us men like to do yeah that, that's <laughs> a big time learning process you know dad we just want you to listen to us okay i thought you wanted me to give you an answer so um, snuggling, uh, you know, just physical touch, um, special times. And, and that's the balance I didn't have, Justin. I was full go, all go, not really present. And so, 
you know, that's a big part of my I am statement is that I'm present, intentional and authentic and wow. influential. When I choose to be present and authentic, I'm automatically am influential in who is uh, most important, which is my first circles, my wife, and my children. So um, then that, as I get better in that, it carries over to the next areas. And I neglected, as I think you alluded to, you know, taking care of myself health-wise, uh, food choices, and they're all connected, man, how much sleep you get, um, the quality of that sleep, and then even spending money on myself. You know, I came from the Midwest where thrift was everything. You know, thrift was a, a badge you put on your shoulder if you were thrifty. And yeah. so I didn't believe that, you know, like getting a massage or even joining a, a mastermind group was, I you know that's not how I'm just going to figure it out on my own, you know? Right. So, and, and I've realized that the better I get, the better everyone else around me gets. And so I'm just going to, I'm, I'm believing it. I'm sticking it. I'm seeing it and I'm just going to stick with it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that. I love that. And, and, you know, I, I think with a lot of, especially believers, why sometimes they, you know, will struggle with, you know, this idea of like self care or self, you know, development is that um, we think of that, you know, that other word that starts with self in the Bible, selfishness, you know, and yeah. I mean, how, how do you, um, how can you tell, you know, when it's, when it's moving into, you know, selfishness or, or, or how would you differentiate, um, you know, may, maybe, maybe those, those two topics, cause I think they are very different. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good connection to the, the word connection there. And I think one of the things that, um, so I enjoy mountain biking. That is my, my kind of my second sanctuary when I go out in the desert and I feel like that's where God answers questions or allows me just to rest and not knowing the answers. And so there was a day when I remember when I was being particularly ornery around the house and uh, that would be, uh, <laughs> that's, a good, that's another good word. <laughs> so my wife said, well, why don't you just get on your bike and go? And I, <laughs> when the, the wife says that, you know, it's, it's, it's time to go. <laughs> right. And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed that my wife would pick that up and say that, but that was a big, um, because what, what happens after I come back for that and you can fill in the blank for whatever it is for you, as long as it's a good choice, um, you come back better. You come back, uh, refreshed, you come back ready to dig in again, because none of this stuff that we're talking about is easy. None of it is. Um, and so I, I want to be at my best and that drives my behaviors and my decisions that I make on a, on a daily basis. So, um, that's, that's, you know, that's the balance that we've been talking about for me is, you know, I, you know, I worked really hard yesterday and, today up till about noon. And I just, my wife and I, uh, we have this habit of like barbecuing for the whole week. <laughs> so, that's, that's epic. So we, and I, cause I love to, you know, the smoky flavor and then, you know, we, we eat out less and we enjoy eating home. And so I took an hour and a half and we did a barbecue before this podcast. And oh, that's so good. I just see like a YouTube channel, you know, from, from that, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
but see, that Midwest uh, mentality that I have is you don't you don't do a barbecue on a weekday in the middle of the day. You're supposed to be out working, boy. Yeah. And so those voices come in. Um, but here's what I'm discovering, and I haven't got it all figured out, Justin. But is that now as you and I talk? I'm not worn out from all the things that I've been working on. I'm actually refreshed. And this is a, a conversation from heaven. Um, and you know what it's going to be able to, to share or uplift somebody else that's going through this. I mean, that's, that's priceless, man. And you know that. And so um, I, I don't know if I would have shown up like I am right now, if I hadn't taken that break. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so huge. And that, you know, and that was one thing that I just heard coming up so much as you were, you know, sharing about that transition to self-development and self-care is, you know, it's like before, you know, from the outside, you know, people might think, oh yeah, you know, he's, you know, you're working nonstop. You're really living for others, you know, yet it's like you were sharing, you know, you're finding yourself in competition with your wife and, and it's like when the self-care shows up, the result is it's like you're a better husband, you're a better dad, like you're a better business, you know, person. And, you know, I think that's just such a, um, that's such a key, you know, to see um, something like that. And I think that's, you know, that's really the beauty of self-care is it actually makes you less selfish. You, you become, you, you're able to show up better for, you know, for, for other people. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen on. Thank you, and keep living your legacy. Bye-bye.